the fuck is up after dinner mates um nolan here for this one uh jay um so yeah we took a couple weeks off and they've been very <clears throat> very strange weeks uh my fucking whole world was turned upside down by a number of different things mine as well and so has ken's as ken has turned into a three-year-old girl over here this is true we have a special guest everyone in the is everyone is with headphones on to mute out the uh barrage of unchildlike bullshit that we talk about on this show My actually right, right old is joining us right before you started she was staring daggers in me and i'm thinking about this the whole way like i'm gonna fi- i'm gonna have to filter myself i'm gonna have to filter myself because I have this like this inane built-in filter for only t- uh, that only exists around children, and uh, it's it's like I, I try my best to replace you know curse words or something. But so you then don't have to. Fi- I mean, think about whose kid she is and how much you actually have to filter. Yeah, yourself. no, I, I, I it's, I'm slowly getting comfortable like with with the idea because I, I just just you know uh, being around you guys enough and seeing the way that you bring her up. But still, it's like it's it's this filter I have. So right before we start, she's she's staring daggers at me and. And I, I've never felt such a, such a level of uncomfortableness. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> she's, I mean, she looks dead face. Like, I mean, she has a deadpan look on, you know, she has the yeah. pacifier in, the headphones on, and she's just staring straight at me. Yeah, she could be pretty intimidating for a three-year-old. Yeah, women are intimidating as, as it is, but, you know, yeah. her and in this moment especially. So, so in, in the past three weeks, my uh, my company which i speak about very regularly on this show um has closed i saw that all of its locations yeah um i now run a completely different company and a division of another company uh and my hero apparently committed suicide so is that how he died that's what they're saying but I i didn't see so yeah so chris cornell um who is like for all intents and purposes, the reason I fucking play music, well, like when I when I real by quick, any stretch, real quick when I, when I came him over today, so this evening, uh, he was memorializing the man with with uh, uh, in concert on his on his his TV. Yeah, I, I, I dude, I can't even level of can't even begin to fucking express like the level of fandom towards Chris Cornell. I did this, have. this like, really did this hit you that hard? Oh yeah, is like, like, a, like it's a, it's the it it is like. I don't get worked up about fucking celebrity death at all. Like, I could give a shit. Half the time when celebrities die, I don't even know who they are. Yeah, sure. Um, There's been three, and all three of them were people who I, like, fucking idolized. Chris Cornell, George Carlin, Patrice O'Neal. I'm pretty sure at this point anyone else, like, famous at all could die, and it might not, you know. Like, I mean, it's like, oh, that sucks. Yeah, like... Not that it won't register, but, like, I won't be, like, I won't feel like a personal loss. But, like, I actually feel like a fucking personal loss. with Like, he is the reason I fucking play music. Interesting. Like, it didn't start that way, but it became that. Like, you know, and it became that, like, shit. Fucking, you know, around, like, 1993, you know, is just far and away like the reason i fucking play music yeah no i, re- I remember uh we like played in, in in a band together when we were 13 or 14 or yeah. something years old i remember 13 year old you uh you, you definitely fucking obsessed idolized the shit out of him back then and it's st- you know it never fucking changed it didn't change at all i haven't like you know he obviously did a bunch of different things musically but like 
the more like the further and further he got away from like the stuff that got me into him, the more and more I liked him. Like I like him. My favorite iteration of him is like him alone on stage with a guitar and like no one else. Like I, f- I actually feel like as good as a band like Soundgarden was. Like Audio Slave was good. They weren't fucking Soundgarden by any stretch of the imagination. But even with a band as like unbelievably musically talented as Soundgarden. I feel like any time he wrote a song with someone else, it just took away from what he fucking did. I still think, like, till this day, I still think Temple of the Dog is probably the best written album. Yeah, I was going to like, say, do, ever. Do, you, do you think that his uh, his music will, will be timeless? Like, will it stand up? Oh, yeah. Like, in a, in a la Bob Dylan? Or... Yeah, dude, it's very, like, Led Zeppelin-y. Like, obviously, he has that style of voice, but, like... That style of writing, like, it's not formulaic. It's not just fucking, like, verse, chorus, verse, like, poppy. Like, it is fucking... It's... he He's always written, like, timeless music. Like, you go back and listen to fucking... I'm not even talking, like, like Black Hole Sun era, but, like, earlier Soundgarden stuff than that, and that is shit that, like, bands that I wound up listening to, like, 20 years ago, 20 years after, were still trying to fucking emulate, like... Their old stuff is, like, really, really heavy. And there's bands, like, today that are just trying to, like, steal the style of riffs and steal those that, that composition style and that writing style. And, you know, it's just... He was a fucking driving force in music. Like, one of those... I, I always feel like... Like, as a music... Like, the most important musicians are not the ones that, like, everybody loves. You know? It's not fucking... I'm trying to think of, like, a good example. It's not like, uh... It's, it's the musician that influences other musicians that's important. Like, uh, Neutral Milk Hotel or, like, Sonic Youth. Like, the people that are, yes. have no commercial success but yes. have, like, this massive, uh... Like, influential... Yeah, dude, like, it's... Like, lifetime. It's not Nirvana. It's yeah, Mud yeah, sure. Honey. You know? It's not fucking... It's not... It's not Led Zeppelin. It's the Who. You know, it's not fucking... You know, it's Faith No More. It's it's bands like that. It's bands that, like, influence other musicians. Like, it's not fucking... It's not Blink-182. It's fucking... The influencers of the influencers. Yeah, it's the influencers of the influencers that fucking matter the most. And, like, that's... That's who he was. That's, like, who Mike Patton is. That's, like, you know, that's the type of music that like drives me and he was like the pinnacle of that there's a there uh so i have this weird little tidbit of uh factoid information about about this man who i i you know i know his career my my knowledge of his career kind of dies and begins and ends with black hole sun and that era of time (laughs) right um but so he uh um he was a part of the first video game that had featured live uh, music on it, like a home console video game that had actual like live music right. played during it. Uh, it was a game called uh, called Road Rash, and so it was a song. It was right. uh, Rusted Cage. Rusty Cage. Rusty yeah. Cage. Yeah, Rusty Cage. So that was the that game was the first one to to offer like you know like CD quality music right onto a video game, and it was his it was his vocals screaming over top of those like yeah. those guys with motorcycles and chains yeah. like kicking people down off the road. So that was a little uh, weird tidbit of information or yeah. fact. Or, you know. If you go back to like that album, fucking Bad Motorfinger, it that's like 
that's an album that people are still fucking trying to emulate. Yeah. Like, till this day. And it, they just, they blended so many elements. Like, they were, like, this perfect fucking mash of, like, really of, like, 70s bands. They were, like, this weird combination of, like, the Beatles, Black Sabbath, and Led Zeppelin, like, all in one band. When was the last time they were, like, they released an album? Uh, About two years ago. Oh, so they were still, okay. They broke up for, like, 15 years, but then they got back together and put out one album and, like, toured with it off and on. Interesting. But the weird, you know, the weird thing is, like, there's, like, his family, his bandmates, like, they're all, like, he wouldn't have committed suicide, so this is fucking weird. Like, they, they, I guess he was on, like, some pretty serious anti, what, he'd, like, some anti-anxiety medications, but anti-anxiety medications that were specific to recovering addicts, and, uh, they think he, like wound up with an extra dose and the side effects of those the side effects of the anti-anxiety medications are like suicidal thoughts and they think he just like took two pills instead of one Jesus Christ like fucked up and took a double dose and wound up hanging himself because they were like it just doesn't make any sense it's just like not who he is Wow. Like, not a, he's yeah. not a depressed suicide. You know, he wasn't a fucking Kurt Cobain or Elaine Staley. Like, did, had he, um, didn't he, repl- did he replace Scott Weiland in uh, Stone Temple Pilots? Am I, like, am I imagining that? Definitely this? imagining that. Oh, he did. He didn't. He did, Who did? Didn't the Stone Temple Pilots went on to be Velvet Revolver without Scott Weiland. What? So, Wait, no, that's not right. Oh, Scott Weiland played they in went ACDC. Uh, no, Scott uh, in, Weiland uh, went on to join Velvet Revolver and. What's it called? Um, the rest of Stone Temple Pilots started talk show with somebody who I can't who, who, can't even remember his name. Who uh, who took over singing uh, Alice in Chains? Some dude who I don't know who basically does a Lane Staley impression. Oh, was neither of those guys? Yeah, it was neither of those oh, guys. Shit. I, I, yeah. my, my information is bad. <laughs> yeah, but that definitely fucked me up, and it still sort of is. I'm still fucking gripping with that. But and then fucking. Yeah, it's just been it's been a really, really fucking strange six weeks. Yeah, it's been yeah same here, same here. Uh, it always seems very uneventful. Like looking back at uh, on a singular day, I'm, I'm like, oh, you know, my life is boring as hell. And I, I start to accumulate like a, I look back at a period, a larger period of time. I have a lot of fucking stories like this. Sh- yeah. like the shit that happens like it kind of it kind of piles up, kind of piles up, good and bad, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so on the board we have flowers and butterflies. <laughs> I don't think we're actually going to talk about that. No, no, that's okay. She had she stopped looking at me. She's actually geared over to the screen now, so, so I feel a little more comfortable. On my way to the beach. What is that about? <laughs> I was thinking about the best way to try to tell the story. Uh, so I I really wanted to go to the beach a couple weeks ago. Okay. I really wanted to go to the beach. Um, well, I don't, uh, I don't have a license, nor can I drive until the end of ne- next year. And I live, like, I mean, I live approximately, I live a good, like, 30-minute drive to the beach. Uh, so, the, 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 there's limited options if I want to get there myself. So, I start formulating a plan. And, uh, uh, so, my therapist tells me I have this, like, super id, super ego thing, I guess it is, super ego? Is it some Forgy Lin thing where I have yeah. this, uh, I have this, 
uh, innate desire to uh, please myself, like to like please myself uh, without thinking of the consequences, to do without thinking more, you know, like to just be like spontaneous, I guess. So I, I want to go to the beach. Uh, so I have a kayak, right? Like an inflatable kayak. Yes. So I, I pack up my inflatable kayak. I, uh, I pack up a camping bag. I uh, go and purchase supplies for food, and I plot out a trip to navigate my way down the Delaware River to get to the beach, because eventually the Delaware River lets out at the beach, right? This is what I'm thinking. Okay. I didn't plan this at all. Like, I mean, outside of actually going to the store... I, I, and, it's <laughs> sort of not really. <laughs> outside of going to the store and um, spending, like, $15 on some, some like, food, uh, I... I mean, planning didn't didn't even factor into it. The so okay, so so I take my supplies. I get everything. Did you look at a map before you did this? I did actually. You did, (laughs) and you saw where the river ends, right? Yeah. In the bay, (laughs) not the ocean. Yeah. And then you have to cross Cape May Point into the ocean. So, on an inflatable kayak. So, semantics, man. In my mind, I was a success if I made it to the bay. Like, okay. I, if I make it to the bay within seven days, I'm good, right? All right. So I purchased enough food for four days because that's all the money I have. Four days, right? <laughs> okay. So uh, um, <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe I thought I would like forage some berries and fruits along the way. Who knows? Uh, so I pack my, my pack my supplies. I, I, there's really not, again, not a lot of planning going into this. It's just more, uh, I, I had a, I had a bit of a panic attack the day, day prior. Oh, okay. Yeah. So a little bit more, a little more info into my story. I had, had been experiencing a bit of a panic attack the day before I smashed my laptop with a baseball bat. Uh, I had like a rage, uh, a period of rage a hall. Is that what a good, a good term? Sure. I, I wanted to break something. Why did something. you smash your laptop with a baseball bat? Well, first it's important to note that I had purchased previously a two-year square, a accidental uh, damage everything warranty for this laptop. Okay. So, yes. Uh, I, pl- right. I planned ahead for the destruction a year in advance, I guess. All right. Uh, I, I, uh, I stole it because I've been, I've been having issues with uh, identity theft and stuff still, and some of these things have persisted, and... Uh, my i became locked out of my lap like uh the means to access my laptop um my laptop became inaccessible like the password became changed i was i was removed fucking seriously oh yeah no i completely still yeah yeah same person i have no idea i mean i uh i i have theories but i mean to to put to say them i would be just throwing on a tinfoil hat i feel like he's smart enough to do that i i mean the my my theories are my theories uh involved like the NSA, the FBI, the CIA—sure, far different scenarios. Uh, so the the ha- the why is is a second. Maybe we can talk about the why later. Sure. The more important part is I was experiencing a panic attack, so I'm planning to go to the beach to to, uh, to free my mind. Right. Since this time, this was like this was two two or three weeks ago. Uh, actually, I think you texted me that day and said uh, you wanted to hold off the show to have like a mental health day. I was having a mental health day myself that that day. Yeah. Oh yeah. So this was this. I'm much in a much better place right now. Sure. So I'm. Uh, I smash my laptop. I'm. I'm going gung ho like into the wild style on my way to the beach, and uh, I get my shit and uh, I, 
I start hoofing down to the river line, right? Okay. So I have like 40 pounds, 30 to 40 pounds of supplies in my backpack. Uh, and I have a... Wait, wait. So you're going to take the river line to where? Camden. Okay. So you're going to be ahead of... Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I wanted to jumpstart my river trip. Come on, man. Sure. Jesus Christ. I think I was going to walk down right across the fucking street Jeez. by your house and... Fucking... Uh, maybe. Jesus Christ. Same river. <laughs> this this gives me this gives me a... Uh, good 35 40 mile jump i think taking yeah. the river line so i uh i have like three dollars in my wallet right so i i take a dollar 60 of it and i stick it i stick it into the river line and i hop on down first though let me tell you so i have i have a 40 pound supplies on my back and i have a 30 to 40 pound uh, inflatable kayak in a suitcase style bag which i have fashioned a rope around like a clothesline around to secure the handles you know for the trip so I'm literally like a homeless man. I'm walking down the street now on a Friday afternoon around noon uh, through Trenton. It's like 85 degrees outside, right? I'm sweating. I have headphones on. I'm like cursing a little bit probably. I'm lugging this, all this stuff like a, like a, like a, you know, like the soldiers that strap all of this stuff onto their backs, right? Yeah. So I, I, I like a, a pack mule. That's I'm a pack mule for myself. Right. So I get down to the river line and I get on and everything's going good. I get down to Camden. Still, everything everything's moving nice. It's 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 a nice day. I'm getting ready to like go down to the river. I make a beeline right for the river. I don't know what else to do. I get off like two stops before the end, right where the aquarium is. So I get off down by uh by the Rutgers University. Like the, there's a baseball field and everything. Yeah, I I just uh, uh there's a business. There's a couple of businesses on the riverfront. Yeah. So I just uh Camel Soup is there. Yeah, Camel Soup. Sure. So I cut through the Camel Soup parking lot actually, okay. and I uh, I walk down past. They have like a, a small pier thing. That's getting construction done onto it, but there's a yeah. there's a walkway, like a sidewalk and some benches and stuff that goes out along the the perimeter of the pier. Sure. So you can uh, you can actually the way that it's set up now because of the construction and the fences that are blocking the actual construction behind the the do, the pier, right. like the dock or whatever. Right. Uh, you there's a point on the the pier itself where you can uh, be out of view of everybody, like and nobody in New Jersey can see you. You know, you sure. are blocked from this thing. So. So I see that, and I make I start going to there, right? Uh, it helps that there's a ladder. There's like a ladder over the top of the pier at the end of this that goes right down into the river. So this is my plan. So I'm, I'm going all the way down there. Um, I'm going down to the pier, and I, I get down to the end, and I set my bag down, and I start to unzip and unpack my boat. And these three bicycle security guards come up to, like, come not up to me, but they come riding down the path, right? So they're approaching me, and, and I just look up with, like, a deer in headlights, no, I, there's no way they could have thought they could have known what was in my bag, nor what I was doing, like nor what my intentions were, because sure. anything could have been in this bag. Like it looks like I'm unpacking an inflatable mattress, or I don't know, like some like one of those wacky inflatable arm bands, you know? Yeah. So, uh, all they do is just you know pedal and wave, and they they're driving by and they they just wave at me, you know, and I just say, hey guys, you know what's what's going on? And I continue to unpack my boat, and I now pull out the foot pump, and I'm getting the foot pump, and I'm uh, I get the cap off, and I'm standing there and i'm pumping up my boat and this woman walks up to me uh, and she asked me for a dollar for the bus ride and i i said no you know i don't have it i just have like a dollar something on my debit card and she's like you know she's uh it's worth noting that she she's a, she's a sister you know she's she's a she's a big girl she's like she's friendly as hell but whatever she she has you know she uh she spoke very uh what's the word i'm looking for saucy saucily Sa- okay Sa- saucily sure is that a word i i know where you're going <laughs> i know where you're going she spoke with some sauce so uh so i she spoke like she was from camden <laughs> yeah she was okay. from camden 
So I explained to her like what I'm doing in it, and she's like, ha- you know, have you done this before? How often do you do? No, she says, how often do you do this? And I'm like, this is my first time. Like, my, <laughs> mind you, I, I literally have. Why people is crazy? Exactly. That's exactly. There's no other thought that could have been going through her head but that. <laughs> so. So, like, mind you, I mean, I, I literally am in the middle of a full-blown panic attack. I smashed my $1,500 laptop the day before. I, like, I take off and I hike down. I'm, I'm like, freaking out. I throw all my belongings into, into a bag once again in my life, and, I, and I'm, I'm down at the pier blowing up a boat. Sure. And, I, and I'm calmly explaining to her, I've never done this before. She says, what are your plans for the night? And I say, oh, I'm going to the beach. Like, I'm, gonna, I'm going down the river, and I'm going to camp somewhere down there. Little did I know that how short of a, me, how short of a distance I should have really pointed when I was I'm pointing it out to her. So anyway, I go and I um and I'm talking to her the whole way and I I go and I'm thro- going getting ready to like throw my boat over and I have a rope to tie it off, right? Sure. Because I'm I come prepared. Right. So I had the clothesline, you know, the same clothesline that I use to tie up my thing. Yeah. So I tie the I go to tie the clothesline to the boat, but before I do that, I throw the boat over like before the rope is tied, like I literally backwards. I, I take the rope in one hand, and the boat in another. <coughs> Excuse me. There's a small loop at the end of the boat, right? Where you can actually do this. Like, where you're supposed to put something through to tie off the boat. I hold the rope in my right hand. I just toss the boat over my left hand. I'm, ta- I'm like, talking to her. I'm in mid-conversation. I just say, oh, shit. My boat. So she's like, like what are you going to do? What are you going to do? And I go, and I, like, I hop over the fence instantly. And she's like, what about your phone? What about your phone? So I go and I take my phone. My, here's my backpack. My, my actual cut, hang, uh, hiking supplies are about they're about 40 feet back behind me on the bench. And I'm sure. down by the, the thing. Okay. So I go and I throw my phone onto the pier. And I, I, had, uh, I had a little some, some pot. I mean, a lighter and a wallet. And so I threw all those things but the lighter in, onto the, de- the dock. And I jumped in, right? I jumped in after the boat. Jesus Christ, the water is fucking cold, man. Like, it was nice as hell out there. But it, it, it's the end of the winter. You know, it's a spring, yeah. whatever it is. The water's like 50 degrees there, so I start getting into like a little bit of ther- thermo, whatever. I have, I'm shocked. I'm a little shocked. She's like yelling down to me, something. And I don't know what it is. I'm going for the boat, and I, I, the only thing I could think to say, I guess I wasn't thinking. So I screw up to her, please don't steal my stuff, because I had just here she is like begging me for money, kind of, you know. And I just throw my wallet, my phone, and all my belongings that I have are sitting up with her, and now I am down in the Delaware River on <laughs> my little inflatable boat, like trying to paddle back to get to this to this uh, ladder here, you know? So, you know, again, I just say, please don't steal my stuff. And lo and behold, she didn't. She just went and got the rope for me, actually. And so I'm, I'm climbing up, and she, like, tosses the rope over to me. And, uh, and she's like, are you okay? And she's, you know, I'm standing there, and I'm like, holy shit. And I start tying the boat off and everything. And she goes, and she, like, gets my bag, and she, like, carries over to me. And I climb over, and I, I'm just like catching my breath and I, I'm looking for everything and I, I just talked to her for a minute or whatever I thank her profusely and then she like stood there and, and with that crazy with that crazy white boy look on her face she helped me uh, she stood there and actually like saw me off like so I, I, I lowered my boat stuff down into the boat and I uh, I climbed out myself and she stood there and untied the rope off of the top of the ladder and threw it over to me and said goodbye and wished me well and so then I uh, I start my adventure right I'm uh, at this point. I am exactly, <laughs> exactly opposite of the festival pier in Philadelphia. Wait, this is when you start your adventure, <laughs> yeah, I start this my sounds adventure. like a fucking adventure already. I start my adventure. It's three thirty in the afternoon now. Um, All right. I start. I get ready to kayak. 
I uh, I already I, I don't know where my gloves are. I put these like I brought these gloves because I so I did this last year. I, I uh, a little less freak, a little less panic. Not as physically uh physically capable or as prepared as this one though. Sure. As prepared. So anyway, I did a last year. I didn't realize that the biggest uh, issue with kayaking uh, at like over uh, lengthy distances is that your hands become callous. Like your hands yeah. become worn and and really callous and difficult to. It just becomes painful. Yeah. So I I bring gloves this time, right? I don't know where the fuck my gloves. I can't find my gloves. So I'm in the boat now, and here she is, like staring at me, like wishing me, you know, waving, waving, waving for me to go away, and uh, and I'm like fumbling through my bag, like fumbling around like a fool in my inflatable two-person kayak. My chair isn't inflated. My chair is not like again because it's an inflatable boat. Um, my chair isn't in place. None. I'm 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 mostly disheveled wreck, and I'm like standing there just just not realizing that my weed had become wet and my lighter was lost. I had this really sad look on my face, and then so I just get my paddle and I, and I, I start my adventure. So I didn't realize that um, the Delaware is a really difficult river, not always meant to traverse in an inflatable uh, one-person raft. Right. Um, at every uh, geographical location. Sure. Is that how you say? It? Yeah. Yeah. It's not always easy. So what I mean is that like. Because of the the weather being whatever it is, because of my luck, because of witchcraft, karma, and Mother Nature, the wind was blowing so hard in my face that a uh, me just sitting there, me being me being a physical thing in the boat, I was like my I was a uh, I was like a uh, sail for the boat. So I'm I am right. literally holding up the I'm I'm blowing myself backwards already. Yeah. Everything in the boat is is now like pushing against my face. So I'm paddling. The water is almost... It looks like the current is going backwards. I know it's not because physically impossible. Gravity is pulling it... This It's pulling it south, right? Gravity is pulling the water... Gravity doesn't pull water well, south. Okay, whatever it, it is, it magic. Lower, Ma- magic is taking... Lower elevation. Science is taking... Well, the water travels south. The water goes... Just goes south. The water empties out down south. It enters... It empties into the... I feel like yeah, the Delaware does flow south. It flows south overall, but not because like north is up and south is down. No, but it's just, just like, because the elevation of the the water basin is at the bay, which is south. Yeah, I mean McDonald's has a clown as a mascot just because he's a clown, right? I don't I don't know. <laughs> okay, sure. So anyway, the point is, the the water is going this way, but it, it it's 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 not. So I'm not really actually moving. It took me like 45 minutes to get across the Delaware to the Philadelphia side of the river where I would become winded, find a bottle of water, and stop for a, a brief period. I eventually made it... Uh, okay, so re- remind you, I'm on the way to the beach, right? I made it uh, to where JFK Park is approximately. Actually, before there. So I, I, I make it about a mile down the river or so. Were you carried across or were you trying to go that way? I was going that way. I was trying to go that way. I I uh, you were trying to cross over to Pennsylvania side. That's yeah. further from your destination. What the beach? Yeah. Oh, I mean that was in the okay. So in the in the scheme of things. So I realize I realize I'm I'm probably not going to make it to the beach. Not if not today. Uh, not anytime soon. Uh, so. So my goal now, my goals begin to shift. So I, I now want to get fire so I can eat dinner this evening because I, I need fire to start my, to cook my food. Because all my food requires like hot water or a campfire. Okay. And to smoke my marijuana. So my goals are shifting. 
So I'm now thinking like, okay, well, maybe I'm going to dock down by South Street and then go to the Wawa or something. Whatever it is, I, I now want to find a, someplace to dock the boat before it gets dark. Spend yeah. my last dollar and thirty cents on a lighter so I can eat the, right. the yummy food that I have in my bag. Right. So I go down and I park. Uh, I find my first like um, non-parking spot in the Walmart, like a j- right behind Walmart. You know. Sure. So you I'm know right exactly down, where you are. Oh yeah, I'm right. I'm right down. Uh, right. Yeah, literally right down by the uh, the shipyard and all the all the good stuff. Yeah. Um. So I I, I just I I just dock the boat <laughs> like, at just, Walmart. <laughs> yeah, Walmart. <laughs> I'm in Delaware. So, in the middle of the right, hold on, let me just <laughs> let me just replay this. Yeah. So, you walk <laughs> through the city of Trenton <laughs> with yes. a couple bags. <clears throat> Go on through like one of the worst fucking to the train station, sure. which is literally in one of the worst neighborhoods in the entire United States. Okay. Get on a train to Camden, yep. which literally is the worst city in the United States. Sure. Walk down to the river. Throw your boat in because <laughs> you're not paying attention. Yes. Swim after it and catch it. <laughs> yeah. Reboard it. And sail to Walmart in <laughs> South Philly. <laughs> no, it was hardly sailing. It was hardly sailing. <laughs> I was paddling my ass off. <laughs> you could have driven to Walmart in South Philly in under 40 minutes. Just so you know. I don't have a li- No, you missed the part of the story that I don't have a license. I, I didn't miss that part. I'm just saying. I would have taken you to Walmart if you needed to. <laughs> I only had to go to Walmart because I had lost the lighter. Okay. So so I'm soaking wet. Mind you, I jumped in the river just an hour ago. So I'm soaking wet, and I'm carrying uh, 40 pounds of camping supplies on my on my back because I didn't want to leave that right. know, on the river because that would be stupid. Yeah. That would be stupid. So yeah, I tied the boat up uh, outside of Walmart, and I uh, climbed through a, a fence. Yep. With security cameras that say I know the fence. <laughs> yeah, climbed through the fence, and uh, shimmy on into the Walmart where yeah. I, I purchased. Isn't it a pretty steep drop there? Uh, no. Uh, oh, I mean a little bit, not really. It actually so it, it goes out to like a um, it was like a small trash island. Like uh, there was no, it's it's really weird. Like I guess the Philadelphia um land land with the the waterfront, the landscape used to be far more occupied and and uh right. you know more industrial and uh, served yeah. more purposes than it does now. Yeah. So. So there's a lot of like really small, um, sort of abandoned like docks or or piers. Right, right, right. And right. Uh, so this was one of them, and it, it it just was like a large slab of concrete that ran out and had these really right. big old rusted spikes like placed into it. Um, so that that kind of uh, that was the the step, I guess. So I had right. to like, I had difficulty climbing up and onto that. But once I got onto that, I was only like two or three feet below uh, the parking lot level, sure. I guess. So I, I uh, climbed through the fence and I'm I'm squeaking around and I walk into Walmart and uh, and I buy a lighter and everything is good and I, I go back out and I, I board the boat and and I I continue on but I I really don't make it that far because it's starting to get dark and I'm starved at this point because now I've been paddling like to get to Walmart took me like another it took me like two two hours probably until yeah uh so this is at this point this is like 
This is a four or five hour journey at this point to get to get to the Walmart in South Philadelphia right. on the Delaware River. Uh, I made it. Uh, I made it down to uh, a couple hundred yards or so, like a, a quarter mile or less than uh, from the what, what bridge was it? They said the, uh, the Walt Whitman. The Walt Whitman, yeah, in South Philly, the Walt Whitman Bridge. So I, I'm. Uh, I go past a couple abandoned, um, abandoned boats, abandoned piers, abandoned buildings, abandoned warehouses, and I find another little trash island kind of. <clears throat> excuse me, kind of uh, area with trees and, and stuff. So um, my plan was to, to sleep in a hammock that has a like a bug net on it, right? Right. So I say, oh, trees. Like I can set up my I can set up my bug net here, my hammock here. So I, I pull off and I dock and I uh, I pull my boat on and everything and I'm I'm uh, starting to like look through and see what I can do to set up my camp and collect firewood and, and stuff uh, such as this, and uh, I spent the night um, down like with probably one of the coolest fucking views I've ever had in my life, uh, of you know in of the city and and the the boats that you know the the boats that come up and down the Delaware. Yeah, and the the bridge as the sun was setting and like as you know as day turned to night, uh, I was sitting out on the literally uh, five feet from the water, like on, on top of the water, on top of a giant concrete slab with a campfire, and uh, eating uh, eating some uh, what did I bring out there? It was like uh, tuna and uh, and Spanish rice, yeah, like tuna fish and Spanish rice okay. that I that I put into like a, a little pan and cooked with some water, you know. Sure. It was amazing. Then it starts raining at like three in the morning, and I uh, didn't have like shelter, and I had to climb under the boat, and I was I was cold and wet and everything. So I go to leave in the morning, right? This is where it gets interesting. Again, I'm I'm probably still I I'm uh, I'm I'm now my panic has started to turn to frustration, I guess, <clears throat> as I'm now wet and cold, and I, I'm wondering I'm never gonna get to the beach now. I realize it's it's now Saturday morning. So that, yeah, sure. It's on Saturday morning, like 6 a.m., whatever. The sun is coming up. Uh, I'm starved. Uh, my, my weed is wet. And I'm so far from the beach, my thoughts turn to home. So I, uh, I leave my boat where it is, and I set off with all of my other supplies to go walk through the city, right? Like, all, all I can think about is just like getting on the train and going home and going to sleep now. Right. My moment of panic has ended. I'm now actually, uh, I'm just more determined than anything else. And determined for, for what, I'm not really sure yet. So I start trudging through um, this, uh, the back end of where, like the, the land I had onto Pennsylvania. I just started walking through the, the, the place I had docked onto, you know. Uh, like the, the trash island turned into something. It right. So it turned into a um, a big empty. It looked like a there was a, a lot that had a bunch of like empty concrete and. So like, wait, so where where were you at this point? Like you actually left where you docked at Walmart and went somewhere else. Yeah. Did I miss that? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I went uh, another like further half mile south. Down. Yeah, further south. Sure. Okay. I'm. I mean, I could probably if I had a little bit of a better arm, I could throw a rock at the at the bridge at this point. Okay. Um, I'm at the last like little pier dock thing uh, on the river. It's, okay. it's difficult to, to say because you don't actually you wouldn't really see it unless you're on the bridge and looking out at this little area. It's it's really ne- nearly impossible to. So you're like at like Island Ave. Yeah, basically. Oh okay. yeah, yeah, I'm right there. Um, For everyone who doesn't know these landmarks, I apologize, but uh, that's yeah. I don't give a shit. Look up really Google Maps. I from actually South don't apologize that much. Shit. So uh, so yeah, so I'm right there, and um, 
so okay so i start i start walking over this this giant mound of like it's like a geographic it looks like a, a geographical or like a, a landfill almost yeah like concrete slabs everywhere um big work you know like uh, backhoes and machines and stuff yeah yeah and over top of the concrete slabs and stuff was a few hundred uh, brand new Kia cars, like uh, Kias, you know. Yeah, yeah, because that's where their loading dock is. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, you're you're by the, uh, you like were you past the Navy Yard or just before it? Bro, just before it. Yeah, that's where all the that's it's where all the fucking cargo gets received. That's where Kias get received. Oh, and, I was I was at the key the Kia dock then, man. Yeah, oh, that's, yes. that's where Kias come into America from Korea. That makes sense. So I'm so I'm walking through this sea of Kia cars on yeah. a Saturday morning. Uh, you fucking steal an Optima and drive home? No, but on the uh, so there's a there's a security there's a security guard gate right. Yeah. I mean, like the sun, again, it's early as hell in the morning. The sun is just coming up. It's like beautiful. There's not you know not a soul in the world. There's nobody even driving on the bridge. It's peaceful. The birds are chirping. It's just me walking. So I see a security guard gate right. Right. I just determination, pigheadedness, whatever it is. I, I just, I feel like, you know, what are you going to do at this point? I, I'm here. What are you, I'm walking out. Like, you know, right. What are you going to do? Kick me out? Oh, no. Like, this, right. this is where I'm going. You know, here's the gate. This is where I want to be. Yeah. So, um, he's helping you by throwing you out if that's what he does. <laughs> so, I'm, so I'm walking up towards the gate and, uh, or in the direction of the gate because the gate is on the road. And I noticed on the top of the, the, the security guard house, it says U.S. Customs and Border Patrol. <laughs> like yeah because they're making sure they're not like shipping in hookers from korea and yeah so i was just about to shit my pants because i'm now walking illegally through a u.s customs and borders checkpoint uh at six in the morning on a sun a saturday right and I, I have less than zero business being there i have no business being there right uh i don't know what i expected i don't know i don't know what uh i didn't i i couldn't have possibly expected anything because i Hey, I had no idea there was a million Kia cars on the other side. Like this was sure. just a little. This was a little tiny, uh, like a, a small island and a bunch of trees that I was sitting on. Yeah. And I've now abandoned my boat and I'm st- walking steadfast. Wait, past. So, did you have any intention of getting your boat back, or were you just like, "This is it. I'm leaving this boat." I still want to go back for it, kind of. Okay. I wonder if it's still sitting there. I mean, it was a really out of the way place, so it's 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 difficult to say. It's probably still there. Right. Uh, uh, I was I was still in a bit of quite a bit of panic at the. You know, I was. As, uh, coming down from a very large panic moment. Yeah. I don't know, whatever it is. Yeah. I briefly lost my mind again. Um, so, you know, nobody's in the U.S. Customs and Border checkpoint, thank God. And I uh, I didn't really know this, so I stopped, and I've, I'm, I've been trying to document some of the weirder shit in my life recently, just with photographs, you know? Like, I've gotten off Facebook, so less status updates, more pictures. You know, like, right. pictures say a thousand words. So I've, I figured, this is a fucking awesome picture. Like, what better way to encapsulate this trip than by taking a picture of this U.S. Customs and Border? Like, how ridiculous has this entire trip been now? All I would need is this one picture to look at the U.S. Customs and Border Patrol security gate, and I'll remember instantly every bit of ridiculousness of this moment, right. you know? Uh, my phone was broken. That was – this is when I, I – so I break my one pl- – my phone became broken in the, in the rain overnight. Uh, so I, so I, I just keep walking without the picture, which again, I, I don't know that I'll ever have a moment that cool or that amazing yeah. to, to do something that ridiculous and have that a chance to take that picture again. Right. Um, under that, those kind of circumstances. So I get to the front gate and it's like a long road down to get there. I mean, I walk after the security gate, it's, it's like a quarter mile, half mile, just an empty road, long road just to get down to nowhere. Right. The gate's locked up. There's a, there's barbed wire on the fence. Like. 
it's a legitimate like you, you i'm sure at yeah. some point during the day there or at some point there is a security guard there that says inspection and has some kind of authority or whatever it is i mean it's it's pretty legit you know there's it's it's not uh easy to get into yeah. or out of especially when the gate is locked so <laughs> so i don't know what else to do man i um at this point i'm like exasperated still determined as fuck I throw my bag over the fence and I hitch it onto the top post and I go about shimmying underneath the fence. Like, I climb underneath the fence. So I'm now on the ground, like, crawling around. Uh, my clothes were wet, like, because, again, it, it was, like, pouring down rain on night, or, you know, it rained decently overnight. My clothes are wet. It's Saturday morning, 6 a.m., and I'm shimmying out of a, a key. I, now I know it's a... Kia, uh, um, Kia receiving lot for their United States operations, and I'm now, um, you know, I'm now, uh, I probably had one of the more ridiculous nights of my life. I didn't really sleep at all because, you know, the rain, the combination of well, both the excitingness, uh, the exciting, the awesomeness of the the campfire, the moment, you know, everything, uh, just sitting out there like listening to music and being alone. That's all I wanted, and then you know, the rain kind of kept me awake after that. So. I'm wide awake. I'm I'm exhausted. I'm uh, miserable. I'm wet, um, and I'm without a boat. And I just start walking down Wekiko Avenue, in route to uh, to the bridge, what, the George Washington Bridge, the is North Walt Whitman. Walt Whitman. No, the the Ben Franklin. Ben Franklin. So I walk across the Ben Franklin, where I would uh, steal a ride on the River Line because I now no longer had the dollar sixty required to take the river line right so i would just hop on uh and take it back up on a saturday afternoon <laughs> yeah. okay i never made it to the beach did i mention that part <laughs> i never made it to the beach holy shit yeah man <laughs> that's is like a lot of work for it's a fucking story it is a story it's Actually, a story it, yeah it is uh not it's to, probably a better story than going to the beach. Oh, it's way better. Oh yeah, there's I I have uh, so I took a couple pictures while I was actually out there that I I didn't get to save or share or anything before the phone would become too damaged from the water and everything. But I did get like one picture that I posted up onto Instagram, which was my campfire sitting on the little like cement pier that uh, was overlooking the Walt Whitman Bridge as like the sun was setting right so it's a, I mean, it's a pretty unique and crazy picture as it is and that kind of encapsulates the, the trip but it, in a in a way more uh like rebellious and uh, ridiculous way that u.s customs one would have like yeah. put it over the top i mean that's like a that's like a something you tell the grandkids about you know this this may have worked out for the best because just thinking about how strong the river currents were that you couldn't really fight against. Yeah. Once you get carried out to the bay, like <laughs> you're you're sort of fine. The, it's not like the bay is like. And then you take off into the wild. Torrential. But yeah. yeah, once you cross that fucking line, which like, I I know where that line is just because I fucking have spent a lot of time down there. But once you actually cross that line, there's a bridge. You go under it. When you're on one side of the bridge, you're on the bay, and when you're on the other side of the bridge, you're in the ocean. You could have fucking very well been like never at the beach and just carried way the fuck out to the middle of sea, and that's it. To to better uh, to actually to make my case a little a little worse to make myself look more fool. I've actually I don't know that area at all, and this would have been like my first. I mean, like I've been down to AC, like I know it, like sure. 
I don't know the port, the word, the part of Delaware or anything. Like it's not you're in Delaware essentially, right? At that uh, point? well, you could wind up either way. Delaware, like or... you could get pulled, you could get pulled down like to Delaware. Which, if that case, you'll go down the the inlet down the Delaware Bay and wind up at the Atlantic Ocean, like around Dover. Yeah, see, I, I had no idea. Um, I have no, or I had no idea. You would go around Cape May, which, you know, you'd like go around basically around the Cape May Lighthouse, on the southern point, and it, it, there's also a uh, oh, why the fuck can't I think of what it's called when they dig, what is it called? A canal. Canal. Yeah. There's a canal that goes through that goes under a bridge that connects the ocean to the. Uh, to the bay and that's where all the like the the guided tours like the lighthouse tours and the like the dolphins and whale watching and all that stuff like that's where they go through um like under the port authority bridge yeah uh but like so i've been down there a lot because i've done like the lighthouse tour and i've done the like uh the fucking like the dolphin watching things a couple times You've dolphin watched in many places, huh? It's awesome. I really <laughs> like it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, but I've kayaked, like, just at, like, LBI. Like, kayaked from the bay over the line to the ocean. There's, like, it's distinct. Like, you know. Well, yeah, you'd reach a point where you just start getting sucked out with the current. You know right? the difference between, like, I'm in the bay, I'm in the bay, and then you cross that point, and you're like, oh, fuck, I'm in the ocean. And it is, it is fucking difficult like crossing that line on a real kayak let alone an inflatable kayak like keep, you could have been royally fucked keep it keeping in mind it took me approximately three and a half hours to go from the george washington to the walt whitman in philadelphia well, the, the ben franklin to the, the, yeah, the ben franklin to the yeah. walt whitman sure. george washington's about oh yeah that's what new york right yeah oh that would two be two hours by car that, so that would be, would like be an accomplishment yeah, yeah that would be five that would take, take me five days by boat. Um, yeah, it's fucking. You could have like been somewhere just out at fucking sea right now. Well, I probably would long dead. I mean, I I would have run out of food on day four or five. So yeah, I, I, I probably would have taken about ten days to get down to there. Yeah, getting blown over to Walmart was probably the best fucking thing that could have happened. It was a good time. I mean, at the the at the in the moment, I enjoyed most of it. Uh. The next morning, I was disgruntled that I left the boat, and I, I had some moments of anger again. Yeah. All in all, it made for a great story. I mean, I enjoyed myself. Like, what else can I say? The whole thing cost me, like, a few dollars. Uh, I still even have some of the food, so I may keep it for a, a upcoming uh, Appalachian Trail hike or something. All right. There so, you go. it was a good time. <laughs> it was a, uh, on my way to the beach. I got lost in South Philadelphia. That is a... Uh... I don't know. It's a pretty fucking interesting story. <laughs> Thanks, man. That was probably the most interesting thing. That, that was the coolest thing that happened to me since the last time I was, last time I was in here. All right. So on that note, we're gonna uh, close out this episode and probably start a new one in a couple minutes. Um, <laughs> yeah, just in the sake of continuity. So we'll close out with one really hilariously interesting story and. Uh, we will fucking see you guys next week. Or this has been This American Life. In five minutes. I'm Ira Glass. 
by my request, and this has been this. That's actually that's what we should we should do a whole separate show and call it like Ira Glasshole. Ira Glasshole. I'm Ira Glasshole. I'm Ira Glasshole. This is your fucking life. Fuck you in the asshole. This is this American life. This is not. This is after dinner mints, the complete fucking opposite of this American life, which is like the greatest show <laughs> ever recorded, and this is a complete fucking abomination. I'm like two years behind on that show. I gotta catch uh, up. Oh, it's it's so fucking good. I can't keep up with it. Um Alright, assholes. One love, Ira Glass. We'll One see you love. later. <laughs> I'm gonna go